Hello, everybody, and sorry for the delay in between episodes. Just had kind of an interesting holiday season. I hope everybody had a great Christmas and a happy new year. By the way, welcome to 2024, everybody. I'm going to start the second season of the podcast this year. This will be the first episode of it. And uh, I'm going to make you a promise. It's going to be one of my New Year's resolutions that I'm going to have an episode out every 10 days. Maybe sooner than that, but no more than 10 days. That way, you won't have to be kept waiting. I was told by somebody in my life recently that when you're into something, when it's something that you're into, like, for example, Game of Thrones was the example that was used. She said to me, and by she, she's the person that I was formerly calling the girl. I'm going to call her Echo now, and I'll explain maybe later why I'm going to call her that. But anyways, Echo said to me, when you get into something like Game of Thrones, when season one ended, I wanted season two right away. It didn't happen right away. And after like three or four weeks, I just moved on to something else because it wasn't something that was there for me and readily accessible. And I'm not 100% positive because there wasn't a definitive clear cut. That's for sure what she was talking about. But I said, we are talking about Game of Thrones and not something else, right? Anyways, welcome to 2024 and uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. I know the counselor would appreciate it if I would tell you some of the stories that happened over the holiday season because he likes it when I get a little angry, a little angsty, a little on the aggressive side, and uh, when the old mark basically comes out, which doesn't happen that often anymore, but it has happened a couple times during the holiday season, and uh, he would love to hear those stories. Those kind of stories are inappropriate for this podcast. Maybe someday in the future I'll make some angry, ranting podcast, but... I'm not going to do it in this case. So I am going to tell some of the older stories because a lot of the stuff that happened during the holiday season, even if it's somewhat funny, like I said, isn't necessarily appropriate for this podcast. So Moon Runes is the oldest of the boys. He's uh, 20, and uh, I think at the time he might have been 9. But he and I were on a flight from San Diego to Denver, and we're like 10 minutes into the flight. And he says to me, hey, can we go to Hawaii? And I go, well, not now. We're on our way to Denver. He goes, no, not now, Sunday. And I said, yeah, we can go someday. Why? And he goes, well, I just, I'd like to go. And then he thought for a couple seconds and he looked at me, he goes, "Never mind." And I said, you changed your mind already? He said, yeah, I was thinking about it. And the flight attendant said, in the unlikely event of a water landing, is that like a crash? And I said, it's more of a controlled thing. Why are you asking me? And he goes, well, I can't hold my breath that long. And I said, what are you talking about? He goes, well, won't the plane be like a submarine? I said, no, dude. They land the plane on the water. Everybody gets out on the wings. We get in life rafts and we wait for help. And he goes, oh, okay, well, then I'll think about it. And then he says, you know what? Maybe what we should do is we should just research the most dangerous sea creature on Google so we know what we're up against. And I said, I guess, dude. And he said, well, Never mind, I changed my mind again. And I said, so you don't want to go now? And he goes, no, because people might be bleeding. It's probably sharks. We should just drive to New York. And I said, dude, it's the safest way to travel. You don't need to worry about it. It's totally a safe thing. So when the flight attendant came by, he pulled the little flight brochure out that has the instructions, you know, for 
putting on your light vest and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, the light vest, the light vest has that light bulb that's activated by the water. And uh, he shows the picture to the flight attendant and he says, see how this lady's got a light bulb by her head? And the flight attendant said yes. And he goes, is that her thinking she should have taken the train? In the beginning of the episode, I explained that there was a person that I had called the girl in one of the previous episodes, and now I was going to call her Echo. Well, she's new to my life. Well, not brand new to my life, but new to my life in the capacity that she's in my life now. I've known her for about a year and a half, and I said I was going to change her name to Echo. Well, the reason why I'm going to change her name to Echo is because anything I give out to her, I basically get it back. So, for example, if I do something affectionate towards her, I get affection back. If I say something romantic to her, she'll say something romantic back. It's it's kind of a cool thing. It's actually a really cool thing. However, this is an interesting part of it. We were talking on the phone one night, and she said to me, or she said something, and I said, oh, that's so cute. It's very sweet that you said that. And she said, what do you mean? And I said, well... Didn't you just say my heart sings? And she said, no, that's not what I said. She said, I said my fart stinks. And I said, well, that's not cute or romantic or any of that stuff. That's just whatever, gross. Well, I guess the issue was that after she'd come over and we'd hung out a couple times, I'm a boy and boys are gross and boys do boy things and whatever. So after a couple days together, it might have even been the first night that we hung out together. And I don't mean all night. She came over for dinner, whatever. Something. But anyway, boys are boys. I farted. Okay? So, she apparently is comfortable enough around with me or wants to be comfortable enough around me that she feels like it's okay to not fart like I did, but basically crap her pants. At least that's the way it sounded. So the counselor was over drinking uh, some drinks with me. Echo was over. We were just kind of hanging out, talking and visiting and whatever. And it sounded like a seismic event. There was some sort of earthquake going on inside of her. But she was so happy that she farted. And she was dancing, dancing upstairs with very few lights on because we were just kind of hanging out in the kitchen. And she was dancing, and that's when she told me that her heart sings. So now, that's her thing, I guess. When you want to let the other person know how much you care about them, you can tell them that your heart sings. Recently, I had somebody ask me, what's the weirdest thing anybody's ever done on the shuttle when I'm driving the shuttle to the airport? And I don't know what people think. It's not like taxi cab confessions where there's all kinds of bizarre, you know what I mean, stuff going on in the cab. Occasionally people get on there, they're like, it's super important that I be to the airport 17 minutes ago and that kind of stuff. That happens on a regular basis. I think probably the weirdest thing is occasionally you run into people who come to Colorado, for example, just to smoke pot. And that doesn't happen as much as it used to. It used to happen a lot 10 years ago when it first started and people come out here and they'd be like well I came with two of my friends and we went camping in the woods and we were abducted and well I'm the only one leaving and you know by the way your state makes me hungry man 
you know, that kind of stuff. Or I got horrible directions to the hotel. I drove past it six times. And I'm like, dude, it's not the directions. It's the pot. You know, it's stronger than the old stuff used to be, whatever. So people do occasionally do-do weird things. I don't know why I said do-do. But anyways, people will come, for example, and they'll say, hey, is it cool if the kids eat on the shuttle? And I'll say, yeah. And typically I'm thinking they're going to have like a Danish or a donut or a bagel or, you know, something. But occasionally they get on with like bowls of cereal with milk in them. And I'm like, I've been in a lot of mom's minivans. Well, not a lot, but I've been in minivans before. And there's milk or cereal or whatever stuck in every crack in the vehicle. And, you know, cookie crumbs, uh, donut sprinkles, glitter, of course, uh, and apparently Fruit Loops and things like that. But it's strange that people bring that kind of stuff on the shuttle. But the shuttle is a weird job in general. And I don't think everybody knows that you're necessarily supposed to tip because it is a service job. I'm doing something for you. It's just like taking a shuttle. I mean, like taking a cab or an Uber that you would tip the person. But it's weird because like I had one guy drop a pocket full of change and he was an older guy, you know, probably in his late seventies or something. And I helped him pick up all the change and I said, oh, there's a dime under the seat. And he's like, uh, keep it for your troubles. I was like, wow, thanks, appreciate you, whatever. I had somebody tell me, actually multiple times, people have said to me, sorry, I don't have anything smaller. And I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Like a dollar bill's the least I have. If I had less, I would give you that instead. I don't know what it means. Anyways, I don't necessarily know how funny this segment was. It was just an observation, something I was thinking about. So... think what I want to talk about for the self-help topic for this particular episode is, I guess, having integrity and being mindful of what you say to people and doing what you're going to do or doing what you tell people you're going to do. I realize that life gets hectic and people get sidetracked by things. You know, you get busy at work, you have extra things added onto your plate. And obviously there are some things you can't do. Like if you made a previous obligation, uh, for something that is for your own good, uh, sometimes you necessarily can't do that because of the fact that you may have uh, a super hectic workload. And I know that everyone says the same thing. Well, you never saw anybody saying at the end of their life, I wish I would have worked more. I mean, obviously that's true. Nobody says that. Nobody's going to say that. But a family obligation or an obligation to a friend is probably more important than something you're doing. Like if you decided to take an underwater basket weaving course in college and you had to stop going to that class, obviously you're not going to have integrity to yourself in that particular instance. But I think that it's probably more important that, you know, if you tell somebody you're going to show up at a birthday party, that you go to the party, you don't have to necessarily spend seven hours there, but you can go there for 20 minutes, 30 minutes and say, Hey, look, I forgot we had a previous obligation. I got baskets I got to make, you know, whatever the case is. Not that anybody's ever going to take an underwater basket weaving class. But I guess what made me realize this recently is the kids and I have missed a lot of trivia together, which is something we do on Tuesdays. And, you know, different friends join us. It's the kids and I, T1 and T2. Sometimes Wolverine comes. Uh... And it's just something we do together. It's a lot of fun. Everybody enjoys it. 
and I didn't realize how important the time is to the kids and to myself, really, for us just to get together and like, like reconnect after having, you know, a week apart and uh, not seeing each other. So I guess what I'm saying is if you tell somebody you're going to be at their house for their birthday party, go to their party, even for just a, even if it's just for a little while. If you tell somebody you're going to meet them for, you know, a drink after work or you're going to go take a walk with them just so you guys can catch up and visit and be friends again. I mean, or not be friends again, not like you stop being friends, but that you're just getting together again and reconnecting and touching base. And that being said, the kids and I got together. We played trivia this last Tuesday. It was T1, T2, the counselor, myself, and T2's boyfriend. And I'm going to call him uh, Hockey for now because I can't think of a better name for him. Anyways, he loves hockey, plays hockey. Uh, He's a great kid. I guess I could call him Carrot too. Anyways, there were five of us. And we finished first. And the closest team to us was eight points back, and there was ten teams. And we hadn't been together and done it in a while, and we had a fantastic time, and it was a super enjoyable evening. So uh, I guess just have some integrity. Do what you say you're going to do in any situation. Uh, I mean, obviously, I don't promise you can do things that you can't do, but almost anybody can meet together with somebody for a cup of coffee or a visit just to catch up or walk in the park or I guess if you wanted to take an underwater basket weaving class with one of your friends, you could do that too. I've been told I shouldn't tell part of this story, and the first part of it's not that bad, and the first part ties into something that happened a long time ago, but it just made me think of uh, the story in general that happened in the past. So recently, I was hanging out with Echo, and we were at the house, we were eating... uh, I don't know, different things. Midnight snacking, whatever, basically. And I had some Oreos, and I was dunking the Oreos in the milk, and I would dunk them in there for, like, maybe two seconds, and then I would take it out and I would eat it. And she's like, what are you doing? You really have to dunk the Oreo. You have to hold the Oreo under. And I'm like, you know, it's not a bad kid. It's not somebody... It's not your ex-husband. It's not somebody that you're trying to kill. It's an Oreo. It's not a witch. I swear you're going to give your allegiance to the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. You know, it's nothing like that. And I know that's a horrible accent. It doesn't sound like anybody from Massachusetts. But the point is that it's an Oreo cookie. You hold it in for a couple seconds. If you hold it in longer than that, it's going to crumble and fall apart or whatever. And this is the part of the story that my niece told me I shouldn't tell, but I'm going to tell anyway. So once the kids were concerned about some mice, We had mice in our garage. And so two of the kids said, hey, there's little baby mice in the garage. And I said, fine, I'll catch them and get rid of them. And they were like, well, don't kill them. You can't kill the mice. And I said, fine, I won't kill the mice. I'll get these glue traps. I'll catch the mice on the glue traps. And then I'll, you know, catch and release basically for mice, which I don't think that's a government program or anything. But I told the kids I would do it. So one Sunday morning, I got this really cute baby mouse before anybody was up. I had the glue trap, I went outside, and I'm like, all right, I'll put on some gloves, I put on these little rubber gloves, uh, latex gloves, whatever. I'm not allergic to latex, so they were latex gloves. But I took the mouse out in this field, and I'm like, I'm going to let you go, I'm going to release you on your own recognizance, and I tried to grab him by the back and whatever, and he was turning around and trying to bite me and whatever. And I'm like, dude, don't bite me, I'm just trying to let you go, let you free, whatever. Anyways, this is probably something I need to talk to God about in the future, but I had to change my 
way that I was going to do it. And I'm just going to tell you this much. Their heads aren't attached as well as you would think. So that being said, that made me think of the Oreos. And the Oreos going to crumble and you're going to be holding the part that you don't want. And the rest is going to be somewhere else. You know what I'm saying. Hey, I haven't talked to you guys in a while. So the first song that I picked for the song selection for this podcast is It's Been a While by Stained. It's a great song. And, well, the words of the song are true. It's been a while since I've talked to you guys. The second song is The New Year Song by Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness. And the reason why I picked that one is, well, it's a brand new year. And I wish you all the best. Hope everybody has a great year and is interested in, uh, you know, making some changes and progress for yourself in this new year. And then uh, the third song I picked does have some expletives in it. uh, But it's a song that makes me feel like sometimes you go through things, but the only way to get to positive outcomes and a better place to be in life is by going through those tough times. And uh, and sometimes the tough times can be fun times too, even though they're a little bit rougher than we'd like. So the third song I picked is Tell Me I'm Alive by All Time Low. And uh, that song also makes me happy to be alive. Hey, I know I've had a hard time recently getting these up in a timely fashion, but I'm gonna work on that in the future. This is something where we need audience participation. So I'm still going to do trivia, but I need people to email in and say, hey, we're interested in doing this. We're not interested in doing this. So it's unexgruntled, G-R-U-N-T-L-E-D, at gmail.com. But I'm also considering starting a new segment, which would basically be like a scavenger hunt. You would email, say you want to participate in it, and then you're willing to steal something from one of your coworkers and hide it. And they would have to go onto the podcast to get clues as to where it was at. It might be kind of a fun thing. It's going to be called, Where's My Important Shh? You know what I mean. Anyways, if you're interested in doing that, let me know because it's something that would be a lot of fun. It's not going to be mean. It's not going to be vindictive. We're not supposed to do it to make the other person sad or angry or anything else. It's not like this. Let's say, for example, I know somebody or knew somebody, I actually both, who was vindictive towards their boss. Their boss chewed on pens. And let me just put it this way. It's not the game where you're thinking to yourself, what's this pen taste like? Okay, that's all I'm going to say. If you're interested in the podcast or the potential idea for the new podcast, where's my important shh? Email us and let us know.